Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Nerdy Black Guys, formerly known as Shooting the Shit with Two Nerdy Black Guys. That's what it used to be called. I'm DJN, the other nerdy black guy, King Kaz. What's up, Kaz? Hello. Hi. I don't really have much. Just hello, and that's it. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening to this episode of Shooting the Shit with Two Nerdy Black Guys. King Kaz, you can find him over at DKG on Twitch. And if you check out the DKG Well podcast, I'm DJM. You can find me on Twitter at just call me DJM and at DeltaJulietMike.com. And uh, the anime podcast of some sort, it's in season starting for the fall, coming up very soon. Thank you for listening. Subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, and whatever podcast aggregators you subscribe to. Thanks for listening. I'm just going to let you carry that bit. I'm not going to stop you. So, do you want to talk about Van Helsing or no? Because that is what sure. we said we were going to do. I'm ready. You were just you were carrying a bit, and I'm not going. I'm never going to stop a man who's carrying a bit. It's like okay. trying to stop well, a man who's carrying a cross. It just it seems rude. I I think you should probably stop a guy if he's carrying a cross. He's probably not my business. In in, in need of help. You should help. You should help your fellow man. Cass. There's a gentleman who's on a mission, and I respect that mission. You should help your fellow man. I mean, I understand we all have our cross to bear in life, but I'm a firm believer in helping your fellow man. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Van Helsing. We talked about it uh, on the last episode. Uh, it's on Netflix. It was originally it originally aired on Sci-Fi. So, for the folks at home, cast, give us a quick rundown for Sci-Fi's Van Helsing. So it is um, kind of a post-apocalyptic uh, future, but not not a distant future, very near future. Um, twenty nineteen, I believe they said twenty nineteen. Yeah, twenty nineteen, um, where where kind of a through like from what we can understand a volcano erupts which allows the vampires who are walking among us to take over because they no longer have to worry about the sun um and now they can walk during the day um and at night and they decide to just kind of take over the human race um or at least America, from what we can tell. Um, I don't know if they've taken over the world, but you can, it's very definite that they have taken over the United States. Um, which, at that point, if you've taken over the United States, you've taken over the world, right? <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe China. If they've taken over China, yeah, then game over, man. Game over. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, it... it it, it's not what you expect for what I would think kind of most of our listener base would be right. This isn't your typical Van Helsing. This isn't the, um, uh, not you and McGregor. What's the other guy who played Wolverine? Didn't he do a Van Helsing movie? Why is that the first thing that came to my Hugh mind? Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Um, this isn't that type of Van Helsing, the very well-trained grizzled vampire hunter. This is kind of the, the by circumstance, vampire hunter right um you come to this with a young lady named vanessa who is in the beginning of the show in some type of a coma and you come to find out that um well but was... before we spoil it before we spoil it let's 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 start it from the beginning let's start it from the okay. beginning we we have vanessa in a coma and mm-hmm. the show takes place in seattle and yeah. as you mentioned, it looks as though the vampires have taken over, and we are down hunkered inside of what appears to be an abandoned hospital in Seattle. And we're introduced to Axel, who's a Marine sergeant uh, with the United States Marines, and he's holed up inside of there because his orders were to protect this woman, Vanessa, who is yes. in a coma. And there's also a doctor. 
who was looking into why Vanessa was in this coma and why there was something a little bit different about her biologically. However, due to some strange circumstances, the doctor actually got turned into a vampire. Mm -hmm. Axel has the doctor locked up in a cage and just to keep her alive because that's his orders and like a good marine he's following his orders he's keeping the doc alive and he's also keeping Vanessa safe and that's where this whole thing starts can't can't give away the ending right off the bat I wasn't giving away the ending bro Um, here's my thing uh, about this show And and I'll start off with this, right? So I I liked Axel as a character. Um, I kind of liked the whole gung ho marine, but he wasn't he wasn't the super gung ho marine. He's just like, man, I'm just following orders to the He's letter and I'm trying to survive. Job. Right? He's like, I'm just trying to survive and follow orders. That's all I want to do. Um, and I enjoyed that about him. I I really enjoyed that about his character, and I enjoyed that about who he was in this series. Um, and I kind of enjoyed his like mysterious kind of like one step ahead of everybody thing that he had going on. Um, which was kind of more his macho kind of just bullshit. He wasn't actually really one step ahead. He just kind of like always can make it seem like he was one step ahead. Honestly, he, he's, he was just a Marine that that's just how they are. Yeah. Um, and I I think the weird thing about his character and kind of his mannerisms and all his shit is other than all the mar- the marine training and the and the semper fi stuff I'd probably be that same exact guy in a in an apocalyptic situation I'd be like yo I got my spot I'm hunkered down I'm good and like you can't talk me out of my good I'm good nope and what? you, you said occasionally there's a sun on the other side. Ca- I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you occasionally go out for supplies, but other than that, you're hunkered down. And he was there. They said for over three years. He was there for three years. So yep. he was he was in pretty good shape down there. Yeah. Until Wait, he, things he even started going hairy. Yeah. So the first kind of thing that happens is and there's a lot of pulp fiction in the beginning of this show which i ended up not liking later on um they kind of start you in the middle somewhere then they take you all the way back to the beginning then they take you back a little bit forward then they rewind you back a little bit more and i didn't yeah, like in that the beginning in the, first couple episodes. in the first few episodes i really didn't like this at all for me the first few episodes of the show Except when we were keeping in the main storyline with Axel and the Doc and just Axel trying to survive. When they were bouncing all over the place, it was it was really hard to keep up with. Like, yeah. I understand why they were doing it. I understand why they were introducing important characters. They were giving Doc's backstory. They were giving us a little bit of Vanessa's backstory. They were explaining what was going on in the world, world building. And that's important, I get it, but they did it in such a way where it seemed like this is the kind of thing that would have happened a little bit later in a series, rather than mm-hmm. right at the beginning. Yeah, and I, I kind of I kind of wished it was maybe episode three or four where you kind of do a little bit of jump backs on me, where the, rather than start from episode one, kind of starting in the middle of something... And then going backwards, right? Because you start with um, these vampires attacking Vanessa in the hospital. That you don't really know that that's what's happening, right? You don't know that that's the hospital. You don't know that that's that. You just know that they're attacking her and she kills them. And then you jump back and then you have all this other shit going on. And then you're like, oh, okay. Wait, hold on. Is this the same spot? Wait, did that happen already? Did that not happen? Is that going to happen? Wait, is this before that happened? Right? And I I have to deal with all this confusion. I lost focus on the show when this stuff was going back and forth with the time jumps. Yeah. So, and that was, that was, I I would say within this whole series, that was the hardest part. Yeah. If you can make it past that. 
if you can make it past those first four episodes or so, that's when the show really gets into its second gear. And I think maybe episode seven or eight is when it really kicks in. Yeah, and it, it gets. Re- I think it gets good around four or five. It, get, it it can draw your interest around there. But that those for first me, like three episodes are rough, man. That, that's some rough TV watching there. It, it was. I understand what they were trying to do. It just was not executed very well. I think yeah. that the show, the best option for the show, was to leave the hospital. They needed that to happen. And yeah, but I, they, they did it I in learned, a in a way that I really appreciated. Same, same. I, I I appreciated the way that it happened, right? Because you have all this stuff that's constantly just drawing down, and 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 I kind of like the whole thing of it, right? Because if you get into Axel as a character, and 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 you kind of almost have to be, right? You kind of almost have to be on his side a little bit to care about staying in the hospital as long as you do for for that many episodes right um and and you can tell at some point you're going to leave the hospital you just don't know the circumstances of which um and i i kind of liked a little bit of the hospital being this home base this place you could always come back to at first initially but i could realize more and more as we were going along that at some point we were going to the hospital was going to stop being a character right because initially they figured out Vanessa was there, and yeah. they were going to go after her. Right. Pe- people might say that's a little too Walking Dead-like, where, okay, they found this place. Oh, no, it's being overrun. We got to go. Yeah, it's a little Walking Dead-like, but shows like this do that for a reason. It's to keep building the suspense. It's to keep right. things exciting. Right. And, and you kind of you kind of hear... Unlike The Walking Dead, right? The Walking Dead is kind of this travel stop kind of thing, right? You travel, you stop, you want to hunker down because you're you're trying to create this people want to get back to society and then you find out you can't, right? This here, I, I like this style, right? Because it's more, if, if, if you come into it from Axel's perspective, right? He's like, I've held this place for three fucking years. I'm not giving it up for one fucking problem, right? Like... This is where I've But then like the I've elite been. vampires showed up. The elite vampires. Right. And then even he was like, Okay. It's been nice. It's been real. It's yeah. been fun, but it's time to go. Right. And, and he and, he had, along with all of his booby traps, he had himself, as they said, an exit strategy. Which again, credit to Axel for planning all of this out. Granted, he had three years to do it, but give him a ton of credit for planning all of this out as well as he did. Right. And he didn't want to, right? Like he had that exit exit strategy and you could have made him the guy who's just like, oh, well, G Willikers, I guess, you know, I got this thing uh, down in the basement we can use. Let's go, you know, fuck, whatever. But he's like, no, we hold this place. We hold this place. And then when it's finally like, all right, we can't hold this place. All right, well, I I gotta I gotta ride. <laughs> like, and everybody's like, "Why didn't you tell us about this?" He's like, "Cause it wasn't it wasn't part of the plan up until now." Like, and I I love that about his character. I love that, right? Like, I love the you tell people enough of what they need to know, but not to their detriment, right? This he, is he, this is very military. It, it was him saying it was on a need to know basis. It was his exit strategy. It was his right. last resort. This this is and I, uh, credit to the actor Jonathan Scarf. He he really did this very well. Yeah, because I, I I will say like there's a lot of times people um, people play military style characters and they're either way too robotic. Or they're they're way too human, right? You kind of want a, a balance of both, right? You you kind of want your 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 gung ho military guy to be a balance of both, right? To have that kind of really military mindset, but the world has gone to shit, and it's just the thing that he relies on to keep him safe, rather than it being his crutch right so his military stuff was the thing he relied on to keep him safe right you kind of take rick in the beginning of the walking dead right and um in the beginning he was a police officer he was a cop so he he thought with that mindset Mm -hmm. and and 
he and it, it's a great character at first, right? It's a great character to have in these kind of situations, right? Because he kind of wants to trust in humans and and uphold and kind of be like, yeah, no, like, hey, I'm a cop, like, I I, I have training for these kind of things, and everyone else around him is like, no, bro, you, I think you're misguided in that, and it's like, but he always ended up kind of being right, and his training always helped him. So you you like those things, and I liked that thing about Axel. I really enjoyed his character. Um, and the, the other survivors, uh, meh. Now let, let's <laughs> talk about the rest of the cast because yeah, let's get let's get into the rest of the cast. We had and and I'm I'm gonna mess up on them. Uh, we I had Vanessa. List. Yes, Vanessa. We had Muhammad. Mm-hmm. We had Sam. Yeah. We had uh, Vanessa's friend. Uh, what was her name? Susan, but she doesn't Susan. come until later. Um, she's a very backstory character who comes back around. Um, you kind of want to take so there's the, the Sam, uh, Axel, Muhammad, uh, Flesh, Doc, Flesh, yeah, Doc, John, John, uh, oh, John, Rebecca, this, yeah. and there's a couple of other characters, uh, Nicole, some kind of characters you know are gonna be gone later. Um, but there's these initial group of survivors that end up coming across Axel's doorstep due to an old friend. Um, and it's actually one of the Marines. He, he was was uh, told to hold the, the hospital with. And you find out what happened was the other Marines wanted to leave to get back to the army base and try to figure out what's been going on, see if they need to change orders because they've lost all kind of radio communications and things like that. But Axel being the guy that he was, he's like, look, man, they told me to hold this spot. I'm holding this spot. So you guys want to leave? I, I'm not going to stop you. Uh, and as soon as they walk out of that door, they kind of get overrun. Um, and they just, they get overrun, not sure what to do. And um, they end up, for what they thought was the better part dead. Um, and then this, one of them comes back with a group of survivors. Um, so they kind of become the characters of the hospital. Um, and there was, I think it's John who's just this, just the asshole, right? You know, you gotta have, I, I, I wish this character didn't always have to exist in these survival situations, but it's the guy who wants to be super macho, but is really kind of a, a, just a, a puss, and like just isn't just as tough jackass. as he tries to make himself out to be yeah um and it's just is so it's so bad it's like it's, it's such a bad archetype of a character and i wish we would stop putting it in shows um because you know that character is always going to cause issues and you know in in a real apocalyptic situation nobody would put up with that person no one would however cass like, Yes. With the subplot of this season of there being a serial killer, it was a bait and switch. And the bait and switch, I will admit, it got me. The bait and switch where I I did not think it was John at all. So Mm -hmm. I really could not figure it out until uh... it was totally obvious. Like when they came out and said who it was. Uh, okay, Sam, so let's do this. The, the deaf ah, guy. It. it it got me. It really did get me. So so before you before you find out that it's Sam, who did you think it was? Because I'll say who I thought it was. Right. One, I never thought it was John. Right. No. Because it's never that guy. Right. Um, there was maybe a slight second that they made me think that it was um, Muhammad, but then I realized no, nah, it could couldn't be. It's not going to be the token black character. Um, no, they've got to keep him around. I initially thought, and I'm trying to find the character name for her, but I initially thought it was the other, um, one of the other survivor women um, that was you there mean with that, them. With that second group? That second no, group? No, the first group. The first group. The very first group that comes That in, is another thing lady. with this show. That... The secondary characters were all totally forgettable. Awful. Just awful. Just terrible. Just awful and terrible. Um, And forgettable. 
I think uh, what was her name? Was it Rebecca? I think it was Rebecca. I want to say it's Rebecca. I'm probably wrong. Um, but I want to say it was Rebecca, the the other blonde lady who was with the first Survivor group. Um, Rebecca was just, the was the vampire, wasn't she? Oh, uh, was she the vampire? Oh, she might have been the vampire. Yeah, I think she's one of the vampires. I can't remember what this other lady's name was, but she's the other matter. blonde survivor who's with that initial group with Sam and and John and Muhammad. Um, because the the scary cat girl dies, and then they kill the person to try to make them leave. And it just seemed so much that it was that woman. And then I also kind of maybe thought it was Sam a little bit there too. Um, but he just seemed like such a cool dude, man. I was like, man, Sam's a cool fucking guy. I like Sam. He's a cool guy. Everybody um, liked Sam. That's what was like, <laughs> Oh man, they got me. They yeah. really got me. Um, but then like, I still realize like even once they leave, right. And and everything else that happened, it was like, man, they still have a serial killer with them, and they're just not dealing with this. Like, they're just not dealing with this at all. And they're they literally not... had no idea who. Right. And I feel like, wouldn't you kind of just stop and be like, all right, who the fuck is the weirdo? Like, because you need to stop. All right, just stop. Like, you can't now, keep being that weird guy. Stop. Speak, speaking of weird, let's talk about the vampires in this season. Okay, what do you yeah, think so of the vampires? There's, a, there's this mix of, of vampires, right? They're not just the uh, the super smart, super strong vampires. And they're not the, like, underworld uh, either kind of zombie-like or or the super smart, right? You have this kind of... Um, there's a hierarchy of vampires. There's a hierarchy, right? So you kind of have what I almost attest to, like the Fallout style thing of like you have these lower tiers who don't kind of have their minds just do enough to like survive um, and are kind of more feral, which they call them feral. Um, you have and the what was really class. cool is that they actually explained why some of the vampires were feral. And so yeah. they actually did some explanation of that, which I thought was really cool because mm-hmm. of the and fact they don't that beat you over the head with it too. Right. Cause there are some shows that just like uh fucking PBS special sit you down and are like, these are why these vampires are like this. And these are why these vampires are like that. Do you get it? No. Okay. Well, we're gonna keep explaining it, and you're like, no, I got it. I understand. I'm I'm, I'm a smart they, human they individual. They explained it. Like, okay, <laughs> the feral vampires are vampires who drank animal blood, and they're taking on animal traits. The smarter ones have drank humans. Mm-hmm. Got it. Cool. We're moving on. So the vampires. Uh, let's start with uh, the bad guys. Uh, we'll start with Dimitri. Uh, yeah, the, the the who I guess you could say is probably the closest to your classic old school vampire. I mean, he even yeah. spoke Romanian, which was like, wow, they they covered that check mark too. He even spoke <laughs> Romanian. Uh, he they said he was three hundred years old, and as they say later on in in like the final episode of the series, he knows exactly who Vanessa is, and we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, what do you think of Dimitri? I I thought he was almost a really good character. I yeah, think, I, I wish I I wish I wish we would have seen more of Dimitri than Julius. That, that's how I, I, I said feel. the same exact thing, right? So you, you kind of start out where you only think Dimitri is going to be the big bad guy, right? You you you, you kind of peg him as the final boss and you think he's going to be the final boss and it's just only ever going to be these waves of hordes of other style of zombies, right? Um, but then they introduce Julius kind of mid to halfway through and you're like, oh, there's the mid boss. Um, but there's just this weird cross path right where you almost feel like julius is stuck in there just to make sure that you don't ever have to go from um them being able to kill vampires to figuring that all out to then going to dimitri right you 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 feel like it's almost a writing crutch to put somebody in there who's gonna kind of create a triangle right because julius sits dead in the middle between wanting to kill 
the survivors or or your 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 human uh, protagonist and wanting to kill Dimitri for power, right? He he is this balance that I actually thought that's why I really liked him. I liked him in this spot because he wasn't a subordinate to Dimitri, and he he was his own man with his own kind of army of vampires and feral vampires. He was his own guy with his own goals. And mm-hmm. I appreciated that. I did not see him as a mid-boss. I saw him, like you said, as a third part of the triangle. And I liked how they all kind of intersected with one another. I liked how Julius and Dimitri didn't see eye to eye until the very end of the series where Dimitri was like, okay, I'm done with you, and did a power move on him. Yeah, that, that I thought that dynamic with all of them was cool, actually. I, I did too. So, so there's something else. Uh, not now that we talk about that, there is in this series, in this TV show, way more backstabbing than I think I have ever seen in my life in any TV show. Seriously, ever. nobody ha- trusted anybody. Right. And it and and so there's the thing, right, where you kind of don't trust the other people around you, right? And then you kind of in in certain TV series, you're the asshole for not trusting your friends. This show was constantly like you trust me? I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't. I'm t- you can. I, I don't I, All right, fine. I'll trust you. Fuck, you stabbed me in the back. Yeah, damn right I did. You shouldn't have trusted me. And then me. and, and then like, they <laughs> How many times in the show cast throughout this whole season of the show somebody said I did what I had to do like yeah. over and over and over I heard that over and over and over again it's like, it, it was kind of a catchphrase and, and wow it was it was so bad and this might be the first time that I can recall maybe ever where in a vampire show the vampires were turning on one another the vampires didn't get along. Julius and mm-hmm. Dimitri didn't get along. Rebecca and Julius kind of didn't get along. And then we find out later Rebecca and Dimitri aren't exactly seeing eye to eye. Just every like the vampires turning on each other. That is the thing that really caught me off guard. It was like, wow, right. they're they're really doing something different here. Yeah, I also like kind of the 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 crutch of almost they have the thing right where I've always thought about this in these in these kind of post apocalyptic Ecalyptic situations, right? The zombie thing is easy, right? Because there's always going to be these giant hordes of zombies as people try to fight off and die and become zombies and things like that, right? With the vampires, they need people, right? And this series almost painted it as like there weren't a lot of people left. And then you find out, no, there, there's still a lot of people left. And even what they're doing to a certain extent is they capture people and just keep them alive for substance, right? And that was the thing that I, I found an interesting design, right? Because at first, they almost kind of pegged them as zombies a little bit, the vampires, where they're just going after any fresh person they see. And I'm like, well, how do you how do you survive, right? Because you need people to survive. And then when you, you paint the picture of the camps and the, the keeping them alive so that you can drain them of blood, so that you have substance. And the substance term constantly. feedback. Mm-hmm. Use the term feedback. Yeah, I liked I liked that thing too, right? I liked kind of the the easy answers to things that this show comes up with, rather than what they could have done, which was zombies, and use that as a crutch, right? So, I I definitely definitely enjoyed a lot of those bits of it. Um, the so the other thing that was a hard struggle for me in this show, right? Was, was we, we talked about them for a second, but there was the second set of survivors that you come across before you get out of the hospital. Are you talking about the ones? God, that Brendan? was terrible. Yeah. That was yeah. such a terrible, I could have done without all of that. I really, really could have done without that whole bit. That whole bit was so useless to me. You know what that was? That was walking dead. That was Walking Dead. Th- that for me felt like okay, we're we're doing a thing where the humans are the real terror, and it's it's the Walking Dead, and everybody's got to survive. Right, because it, it, it does like. this stupid easy thing of they're like, oh man, you know we're we're 
we just are here to survive. Oh man, so are we. But like, I don't know if I could trust you. I don't know if I could trust you. Oh, you know what? You have so much stuff here. We're just going to take it from you. What? How could you? Because you, and then it all fit. falls apart. Right. And that's why okay. they had to leave the hospital. Now we now we've taken back control of our place. What? How? You can't do that. We took control of it from you. How could you take control of it from us? That that's not friendly. And you're just like. Uh, we really having these kind of conversations like i just so Kaz, since we both agree that this whole thing was awful let's leave the hospital and let's make our way towards the military base and then eden but i want to ask you since we we brought up muhammad what do you think of muhammad as a character overall i didn't like him initially um he seemed like a very one-dimensional character, but that's because a lot of those people initially seemed very one-dimensional. And then he has some pretty cool complexity to him, and I think later on, as you get into it, right, he's probably one of the biggest crutches in this series, right? And in a good way, right? Because without... The show has a lot of crutches, Cass. It does. It does. It does have a lot of crutches. It has a lot of things that it it relied on a bit heavily. But the relying on Muhammad as heavily as they did, I was okay with, right? Because he creates a really great dynamic. He's this kid who's survived and kind of been through it, right? He's he's kind of has this understanding of things and he's doing he does what he needs to do to survive. Um and you, and you understand that. And then you find out later on, he kind of has his own mission, like everybody else does. Um, when Vanessa comes, when when Vanessa wakes up and she kind of becomes a part of the actual cast, her mission is she wants to find her daughter. Um, Alex's, Axel's mission is he just is trying to protect her and the doc. Um, but, you know, and then you find out Muhammad wants to find his sister where he already knows where his sister is. He's known where his sister is the whole time. He just is trying to find a way to get her out of where she is. Cause she's, she's buried deep in vampire territory. Yeah. Um, she's in and one then, of the camps. Then we find out that she's a close associate of Rebecca. Well, she becomes a close associate of Rebecca throughout through the series, right? Um, she initially is very much like her brother. She's trying to do what she can to survive. She's trying to collect as much information as she can. She's trying to find out all the things that she can to help make her situation as best as she could. And to her character, she found the best way to do that, which was just to use the opportunities given to her initially it's to help the resistance. And then she is given a better opportunity to help Rebecca, which levels up her existence. And she's like, you know what? Leveling up my existence is better than trying to help everyone level up their existence. And I can't blame her for that. You know, that that's kind of a thing. Most people I think would do in that situation. Stay Um, with Rebecca. When you, when the world is kind of that bleak, and you know there's very little chance i think i think most people would take whatever opportunity to assure their own survival that they could okay all right okay i mean i understand where you're coming from i just i'm kind of on the side of they're vampires they're also Mm -hmm. way stronger and smarter than all of us and they could decide. It's like Rebecca said at the beginning. She was being merciful, but she made it clear that she could decide that. Yeah, I'm. I'm done with you at any time. Right. And, th- and that's exactly what the conflict was, where Muhammad and others knew that, but Shima was saying she was okay with that. Yeah, but I think that's because she thought she could constantly be useful, right? And that—that's your own detriment too, as a person. You think. Oh, this person will never not have a use for me because I will always find a way to be useful. And that's only up to how useful you can be at the, in that situation, right? Um, and that's why I liked Muhammad as a character, right? He's doing what he needs to do to constantly keep moving and surviving, right? He just wants to stay one step ahead. Um, and that's all he kind of cares about to a certain extent, right? Is he wants to stay one step ahead. 
Um, and he wants to stay one step ahead, and he wants to get his sister back. But right. in the meantime, he he found Sam. Sam was his friend. They they managed to stay together for a little while until the group got split up, and that second group of people cast Muhammad out, racist. So, and then we we got Muhammad to have a little bit of a character arc of his own. Yeah, because he goes and he survives, man. He's a survivor. Like He even like, said he was a scout. Out. He said he was a scout. <laughs> and and yeah. when I saw that, it was like, yeah, that's right. Black people can be Boy Scouts, too. <laughs> um, like, that's a really great bit, right? Because he's cast out with literally nothing, right? They throw him out with nothing. And he comes back geared, man. He level. Not only did he level up his character, he came back with new gear. Like, <laughs> like it is it is so MMO video game esque. Like, he's just like, oh yeah, no, I, I leveled and up. He I even got, got the gear. girl. Like, he got the girl, Kaz. Oh yeah. See, okay, all right, all right. That is one of the other downfalls of this show: is the constant, the constant. Everyone is trying to bang, man. Like people, it didn't calm down. Like it that much. It didn't seem there, like oh it that much. Goodness, they. Uh, there's a lot of initial trying to make Axel seem like a fucking creeper. Um, shit that happens with like you're not sure if he's into the doc. You're not sure if he's into Vanessa. And I'm like, I don't care who he's into. I I just like the dude as a character. Can I not have to give a fuck about who he wants to bang? Um. Like there's just so much of that for for a while, and then well, um, you know, sh- shippers need their ships, Cass. Yeah, I know, but like, I just shippers need I, their I, ships. I didn't care about that. I didn't. I didn't need any of that. That was so secondary to me. So um, same feelings on Vanessa and Susan. Yeah, I I just as soon as they did that, I were like, oh, you you motherfucker, I swear to God, you didn't have to do that. And then, of course, they get to fucking Eden, and y- y- you got the cool guy with the sword, and all shit, he's in the Vanessa, too, and you're like, I'm just like, bro, two seconds, can I not give a fuck about who's banging who? Like, well, I just, I never again, care about those things. Kaz, this is, this is the kind of thing that's, they do that for not us, Cass. Not you and I. I know. Granted, I, know. I, I was happy for Muhammad who had to survive on his own. I was happy that, that Muhammad found himself somebody. I was happy for him. But otherwise, I'm with you. It, it felt tacked on to a certain degree because yeah. in the beginning, Vanessa and Susan were friends. When we saw the f- flashback, they were just neighbors. That's it. And then I mean, they were neighbors on, and like, kind of like best buddy esque, right? Yeah. And, and and there's a there's a very small tin of sexual tension, very very minor, right? But I passed that off as really close friends, or whatever. And then it, it comes back around, and then it's just like, oh yeah, and I'm and like, like, oh they're 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 doing damn the thing. it. And I'm like, all, all right, I said was, fine. well, okay, shippers, there you go, you you got your ship. Yeah. So, it it was it was cool. I it was fine. I didn't. I, I it bothered me, but not you know not not because they're trying to pace relationships. But I'm just like, man, you don't always need to do that. You don't always have to do it. Like, yeah, like, they do it always, it's it, TV. You always do it, and it's it makes TV. it. It's it just always there to create weird tension, right? Like, cause now you people think love people... that stuff, though. That's the thing. People love that <sighs> stuff. Can we people love that romantic, that sexual tension, shipping stuff? People love it, Kaz. People yeah. always want that. I guess. <sighs> people write fanfic for a reason. Yeah. I- I'm saying I agree with you. I just, I just I know, know where no, it comes I know, from. I know you... And I know where it comes from, too. It's just it makes me so sad, right? Because all it ever seems to do is create weird tension that doesn't need to exist. Um, And I just I just wish it didn't exist in certain situations there. Like, like, 
because well, so it, it, you end up with this weird tension between Susan and Vanessa when she starts being into the like the dude from Eden, right? Because now, oh, she's into him, and oh, okay, whatever. And I'm like, like, I don't. It just is. It just. Uh, eh. Well, if Susan had stayed around a little longer, that might have been something they would go with, but she didn't. Yeah. Uh, also. And that, what did you think of the whole... So so you find out uh, that Vanessa has these powers where um, if zombies bite her, they turn back to human. You said um, zombies. Vampires bite her, they turn back to human. Um, and if the feral ones bite her, they just die. They just are dead. Um and you you had a couple of return characters, right? So you had Flesh uh, and Doc and Susan, um, who are these returned characters. Um, what did you think of that thing? I thought it was great. I thought it was probably the best thing of the series, uh, especially Flesh. Uh, I'm going to go so far as to say he might have been the best, most interesting character of the show, save for maybe Sam. Uh, The the major characters in the series were all really interesting and really had a good amount of depth to them, in my opinion. But I think Flesh is probably the most interesting character of them all, because even before the vampires took over, they flashed back to him, and he was thinking about (laughs) killing his family. And yeah. as fucked up as that is. And then he turned and then he drank them all, uh, except for the wife, which was wild. And then he gets turned back and he's dealing with all of this internal conflict about who he is and what he's done. And then you have asshole John constantly needling at him and he's. <sighs> trying so hard throughout the entire series to show he's he's not that guy anymore and when he gets to Eden this is this is really something it's like he he gets to Eden and he decides to stay there yeah he has this kind of religious thing being there right he has this like experience of like feeling human again and feeling welcome and and feeling like there's a cause to to help and fight for right and it gives him a purpose um and then you find out eden isn't the the great thing that everyone thought it was so now he's just like well fuck but this was a great idea and i want to fight for this idea that that they kind of had going that was being masked by this this more terrible thing um and and that makes him kind of cool. And I, I I thought he was a really interesting character too, right? Because he has these a lot of these things that he's struggling with, but he's also really smart, right? And he he makes himself super helpful, um, in one kind of giving them the hierarchy of the vampires and all the shit that's going on and being that information, uh, person. But he's also just like he's he's just was a really smart guy, and he was dealing with all in turmoil and still trying to help people. Um, and one of the things that I kind of thought was shitty was like, he's, he wanted to be a super helpful person. And then when doc comes back, right, she's just so, I, man, that character had problems, right? And he's trying to be helpful to her. And he's like, yeah, Hey, at least you didn't have to deal with a lot of shit. And she's like, you don't know what I've been through. And he's like, uh, no, I know exactly what you've been through. You were locked in a cage. You didn't have to tear into a, another human being. And be, it's like, I've been through so much worse. <laughs> right. Have you, have you met Julius? No, I have. Right. I had to be around that dude. Like, and I just love, like, I, I don't think if I was in Doc's position, I, I could have complained at all to anyone else who was returned, right? And she would try to find ways to complain. And I, I like, for me, I'm, I would have just been like, you know what? I'm thankful I did not have to deal with any of the shit you had to deal with. Yes, I'm glad. But then like, she was filled with all of this self-hatred because 
she did stuff where she she kept saying to Axel, I'm not a good person. I'm not a hero. I did this really fucking terrible thing. I did this really fucking terrible thing. And then later on, she runs into Magdalene, a vampire who knows where Eden is. And Doc says to Magdalene, you know what? Turn me back. Can you turn me back? Mm -hmm. And then she doesn't. And she's got to deal with being human. She's got to deal with it. Just like Flash yeah. has to deal with it. He, he's found a way to deal with what he's done. Now Doc has to. Yeah. And I, I, Doc was such a, I just, I kind of wish she died sooner. Um, which she, she, she just hadn't. And like, cause man, she was ended up being the downfall of my man Axel. And that was just fucked up. That was just yeah. fucked up. Yeah, that, that was, was awful. That was, that was so bad. Like, I don't think anyone in that situation would have closed the door. I think Although there's I, very few people in that situation that would have closed the door. And, and that really gives you insight to, like, she's really bad. She's not a good person at all. Yeah. Like. I, oh, yeah. By the way, everybody, Axel does not make it. Well, we don't know that. We don't know that. Well, There's a season well, two coming up. Th- they, they were at the military base. They eventually did make it to the military base. And they started going deeper and deeper. And there was a research facility. And then they found out there was some radiation leaking. And then they had to get out. And they ran into this country dude named Gorman. And unfortunately, after all of that, Axel got left in the military base. Because Doc closed the door on him. Mm-hmm. And left him fighting a zombie. Which, okay. You said we've zombie seen Axel, again. God damn it, fighting a vampire. Um, and we've seen Axel do some fucking shit before. I thought him losing that fight was kind of bullshit. Like, I, but then you realize he has the crutch of he, he's sick to the radiation. And I'm like, alright. You know, maybe he, he's weaker than he normally would be. But I was just like... I don't know, bro. I That's don't what know. I thought. It it was the radiation, so yeah, that happened. Yeah. So let let's let's go to let's kick it into high gear. We okay. find out that Sam is the serial killer. I mean, I kind of figured I, I I figured it after John died, it was Sam. Um and, and from my perspective, but you've, you've, there's just at that point, there's so many things that lead up to him being the serial killer, kind of the way he chokes out the guy at Eden. <laughs> um, and then the, the whole bit with Susan in the woods. And I gotta say, the, the chase, like when it was revealed to Muhammad and Vanessa, that mm-hmm. Sam was the serial killer after he, sorry everybody, after Sam killed Susan. And they find out that he's he's the serial killer. I'd probably say my favorite point of the series was this chase. Where yeah. Sam was chasing Vanessa and Muhammad. And then Sam gets bit. And then Sam... Well, no, no, no. T- so they they take him out and leave him to die, right? Mm-hmm. They, they're they just like, they're going to kill him, but they leave him to die. Which, to me, dumb. If it's zombies, okay. Big mistake. It's vampires, mistake. motherfuckers. What were you thinking? What were you thinking? Um, and he, he, being the badass that he was, even beaten down and the fucking tendons in his legs cut, he fights off a vampire and then gets bit enough so that it turns him and then uses that power to try to chase down Muhammad and Vanessa. Until he runs into a river. Right. <laughs> Which he's scared of water. Um, and then, you know, he's, then he has to kind of continue to do what he can to survive. Cause he hasn't, he hasn't eaten enough. Um, and Muhammad being the, the kind of survival expert of this, apocalyptic scenario he's like he can't survive much longer unless he feeds and he hasn't fed yet so we should be okay if we stay 
far enough ahead of him because uh, there should there's no one else out here but us for him to feed on. And of course, somehow, some way, he they miraculously run into the camp Julius has set up, um, to which they feed him, and then he betrays them, um, because he only thing in his mind is the chase. And so that brings us to the latter half of the show where Vanessa and Muhammad end up at the kind of kind of our last two people left from the initial six or seven. Right. They end up at Vampire Central. Yeah. And Vanessa meets Dimitri and we get the big reveal that everyone already knew, but it is the big reveal. In fact, that Dimitri knows exactly who Vanessa is. She is not Vanessa Seward. She is, in fact, Vanessa Van Helsing. Bum, a, bum, descendant, bum, bum, bum. a descendant of the infamous Van Helsing family bloodline of vampire hunters. Yep. So, Dimitri keeps Vanessa captive to see what his what her blood type can do with vampire blood and hopefully give them powers and immortality and all of that stuff. You know what else we, is the other big reveal here though is the whole fact that um Muhammad leads her there in trade for his sister. Right? Like that was also a big reveal to me that he ended up making that betrayal. And for his troubles, Muhammad finds out that his sister Shima is like, no, I like it here. The the vampires treat me nice. I'm totally okay with this. <laughs> right. And I love that 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 uh, clash of him and his sister, right? Because he's like, you don't know what I've done to get you out of here. And she's like, you don't know what I've done to get to this status. I'm not giving up my status. And he's like, oh, my God, bitch, I betrayed so many people. You, like, how dare yeah. you? Do you have any idea what I've done? Right. You're right. sitting here with some apples? <laughs> It's, it's it's it was so good. It was such a good like they they've both done something to try to help each other in a sense, and then it's just like yeah no, now now you're both kind of messed up. Now while Vanessa was captured, this was this was pretty wild. Because we started to see that Vanessa has some vampire tendencies of her own, uh, mm-hmm. including the thirst for blood. And when she got some, she brought the fight to them. Yeah, and... she gets even stronger um, and can can fight better than than normally, even though she can fight pretty good normally. Now... Let's talk about the resistance yeah. and how Taka, the, the leader of this resistance, who this guy, just another backstabber. <laughs> That's what we do here. We just backstab. And then he himself got backstabbed by Rebecca. Yep. Because like, there he was. He had Dimitri dead to rights, point blank gun at his head. And he didn't pull the trigger. Right. Because because Dimitri told him that Rebecca was going to backstab. Like, that's what this show is built on. It is built on backstab after backstab after backstab. Because Taka's going to backstab the whole resistance so that he can get an island. Right? And he's like, fuck yeah. I want an island to myself. That's great. And then Dimitri's like, that island doesn't exist, motherfucker. She ain't giving you shit. And he's like, well, ain't this a bitch. Like... (laughs) Then shoot him anyway. Jesus. Right. Like. Why why didn't you just shoot him anyway? Why would you trust him? Right? Why would you even trust him? He's giving you information about something with no, like, with no facts. Right? He's just telling you, oh, yeah, no, that island that she promised you doesn't exist. And he's like, what? How did this island that that she told me about 
that I just told you about, you know, doesn't exist. Like, you don't know that. Maybe he's heard heard that from somebody else before. Also, also, if you lived there before, how do you not know what islands exist or don't? Have you not looked at a map? I'm pretty sure maps still exist. It's only been three years, bro. Like, yeah, ta- look at Taco a map. was kind of an idiot. He was an idiot. <laughs> like, hold on, let me go look at a map. Fox Island. You know what? It's not on this map. Not on this map. What's up, bitch? That 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 thing that you talked about being on this map ain't on this map. But of course, Rebecca's a vampire, so she could have been like, "Oh, you don't trust me? You're dead." Yeah. Like I thought, maybe he. I. I thought it was a backstab for a backstab. I thought maybe thought he maybe was making her think he was gonna backstab the humans, but then he really wasn't. Like I don't know, man. It was weird. It was dumb. But but it was funny. I'll give him that. That that part was funny. Um, and then the other big reveal, which which kind of closes out this season one, uh, is the reveal that. So, like I said, everybody has their missions. Bahamut's looking for his sister. Axel's trying to complete his mission. Vanessa is through this all looking for her daughter. And of course, her daughter becomes the biggest crutch and the biggest cliffhanger because you find out this whole time. Rebecca has Vanessa's daughter. Dun, dun, dun. But that's not all, sports fans. Vanessa's daughter, Dylan, has been turned into a vampire. Right. Which I also then question how that works because she if, wouldn't she also have the Van Helsing bloodline and you can't because Vanessa can't turn. So like what what did they do to I guess I guess that's all for season two. I guess those are the questions we have going into season two. So being that, I've, I've kind of already posed mine. What are your, your questions from season one going into season two? I have one question, and this okay. is going to be really from the very final scene of this season in which we see Axel making his way out of the military base as a recently turned vampire. Mm-hmm. What's Axel gonna do? Because after all of that, I think he's really the only character, save for maybe Mohammed, because I kind of feel like his story arc might be over. I'm really only feeling like, what is Axel gonna do? What's he gonna do? The easy thing is somehow, some way, he ends up back in Vanessa's path, and she turns him back. Right. Um, Which means at some point, somehow he's going to have to feed on someone so that he doesn't turn feral. Because if he turns feral, she can't turn him back. So there's just a weird kind of thing that's going to happen there. Uh, The great thing to me is I want Axel to survive long enough to kill Doc. That's all I want. I want. I, that's what I want. I don't really know what I want from this show because I'm gonna be totally honest. I don't see myself going back to it. Oh, oh, I'll check out a couple episodes. I think. I, and yeah, it, if they don't, if don't, they don't, it didn't stick instantly. With grab me. I I think I could n- not care. Because, like I said, it, it, the first couple episodes going in were a struggle. But there's enough interest to at least go out, go check out a couple of more of season two. Um, I like the I like the film style. I kind of overall like the writing and the and the characters. I could do with maybe one or two less backstabs um, and a little more kind of just character structure going into the future. But other than that, I think I enjoyed this. I think. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm leaning towards I I don't see myself going back to it. Yeah. Like I I can't say it was bad. I just don't really feel all that compelled to go back. Cuz I feel like the most important the most interesting characters have really moved on. Uh Sam is a vampire now and I feel like he was much more interesting as a human being. I think Flesh where he is is not as interesting as he was. 
Vanessa, yeah, I guess, but you know, now, now she's going to be the action star of the show. And, and, and the second season's right about to come out. It'll be coming out right, right before we release this. But I find myself not really all that excited to go back. I don't see mm-hmm. myself going back. Okay. Yeah, because they they constantly paint this as you get to this point where Vanessa's going to be this badass vampire hunter, right? Um, and they constantly give you these flashes of that. But you never get there anywhere in this first season. So then you 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 figure, being kind of, you know, seeing these kind of shows, that's what the next few seasons are going to be, right? Is her just being this badass roaming vampire hunter being the actual being living up to the name of being Ben Helsing, right? Because if if you don't do that, what's the whole point? Um, and I feel like the bad way this could go is this whole first season is just a superhero backstory, right? And everything after this is her being kind of a badass superhero, right? And defeating vampire after vampire and then even greater vampires come along because they paint that picture right of there hey hey there are even older vampires than dimitri that exist you know and then they think how much more powerful they might be um and you just you just think that that's what it's going to continue to be from there on out uh and that could almost kind of be the bad thing a little bit but I wouldn't mind that if the show doesn't continue with as much backstabbery as it has, because at that point, then you just you just like, oh, don't trust that person, don't trust that person, don't that guy in the back, way in the back with the yeah, him, he's gonna he's gonna betray you. There, How do I know? Because everyone does it in this show. <laughs> there's really no alliances at all, which no, is no different. One's safe. Which is different, but. I, in the words of Brett Hibbert, I don't hold with this show. I don't yeah. hold with it. It's it's not sticking with me. I would say it's it's, it's not the worst thing, but I'd probably rewatch I, Castlevania. Instead. I definitely went into this with way lower expectations. So I think that's why I'm at least somewhat interested because man, I just I thought this was going to be a fucking snore fest, and it, it so did started I. out as that, and, and it started out that way. It yeah. really did, and I feel like it really picked up in the last two or three episodes. It really picked up, yeah. But eh, I, I can't I can't bring myself to give it a strong recommendation. I can't. Agreed. All right, so that's our review of Van Helsing. We're both kind of saying, eh. And Look, if, you, if you want to check I'm, it out, and you can make it through the first couple episodes, good on you. There's some good show there. Kaz's but, thumb is in the middle. Mine yeah. is in the middle, leaning downwards. Definitely. I, I'd say that's where we're at. Yeah, no, I, I I very much agree with with both of our reviews. I think I think that's kind of a good place to put the show. It's definitely in the middle, and it's it's definitely kind of leaning more downwards. Maybe the second season could could make this show really good, but it's also a sci-fi TV series. It's not like a, a Netflix TV series or anything like that, which kind of bodes for it to not be that great. Um, I haven't seen too many sci-fi TV series that I think are amazing. But, you know, we'll see. We'll get there. Well, let's get back to Netflix. And I I saw a show, Kaz, for our next installment of our our reviewing series that kind of caught my interest. It looks actually like a Western, Kaz. Mm -hmm. And the name of the show is Winona Earp. Oh, yeah. I saw that recommended as because you watched this, you should watch that. So I'm I'm looking at Winona Earp and I'm thinking, yeah, this this looks like it might be kind of interesting. How do you feel about Winona Earp? Uh, it kind of fits our bill. One season. Uh, I don't mind checking it out. All right, there it is. Mark it down. Lock it in. 
On the next exciting episode of Two Nerdy Black Guys, King Kaz and DJM will be watching the Netflix series Winona Earp. And it looks like a Western, so I'm interested. Kaz, mm-hmm. what have you got going on? Uh, kind of the same old, same old. Uh, check us out over on Sports Odds and Ends and DKG Well Podcast, two podcasts that I'm working on and I definitely enjoy. And you should see me posting more about because I'm actually trying to do that. Especially if you follow me on Instagram, I post more about podcasts than a photography at the moment. But hopefully soon I'll be doing some photography stuff. So just kind of keep your eyes to those places. That's it. That's all. Nothing else. Where can we follow you on Twitter and Instagram, Kaz? King Kaz on Twitter and uh, King Kaz Photo on the Instagrams. Very, very good, my friend. Thank you all so much for listening to Two Nerdy Black Eyes. Subscribe in iTunes, subscribe in Stitcher, subscribe wherever podcasts can be aggregated. And if you, if you would be so kind as to help out your boy DJM, give us the old five stars and give us a review. Seriously, you do that for the big podcasters, but you can't do that for your boy DJM? You can't do that? I'd really like that. It'd really warm my soul. If you go into the iTunes or the wherevers and give us a review and give us the old five stars, it'd be great. I'd really appreciate that. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll shoot the shit next time.